From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, May 27th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Jim Foley was held for six weeks by government forces in Libya. Today he tells us about his ordeal and how it started. Bullets came closer. The soldiers were actually coming towards us, shooting. So I jumped up, said, journalist, journalist in Arabic, realizing that was really maybe our only chance or we would be shot down as well. And later, corruption allegations taint the men who run the beautiful game. It's just uh, gotten to a point where it's almost a farce. Still to come. BBC News with Marion Marshall. The governing body of world football, FIFA, has opened ethics proceedings against the organisation's president, Sepp Blatter, as part of a widening inquiry into alleged bribery. He's to appear before FIFA's ethics committee on Sunday. Our sports editor, David Bond, has this report. For 13 years, Sepp Blatter has managed to distance himself from the claims of corruption which have dogged world football's governing body. But now he too will face an investigation after Mohammed bin Haman, his rival for the FIFA presidency in an election next week and who stands accused himself of trying to buy votes, accused him of turning a blind eye to bribery. In a statement, FIFA said its ethics committee was now investigating whether Jack Warner, another FIFA member also accused of bribery, would have informed Mr Blatter of payments to Caribbean football officials. A Serbian judge has ruled that the former Bosnian Serb military commander Radko Mladic is fit enough to be transferred to the war crimes tribunal at The Hague. The general's lawyer, Milos Šaljic, told reporters he would appeal against the decision on Monday on the grounds of his client's poor health. It's not usual to extradite someone who is ill and unable to follow the trial and defend himself. A person like that needs to be provided with adequate medical care. Medical care first, and then he can be extradited anywhere. Crash investigators say the pilots of an Air France jet struggled for almost four minutes to regain control of their stalling plane before it plunged into the Atlantic Ocean two years ago on a flight from Brazil to France. With more, here's Marc Lebel. The French officials said the pilots of Flight 447 were guided by false readings from airspeed indicators as they tried to control the plane through turbulent weather. In the confusion, the pilots were unable to maintain the aircraft's speed and the plane stalled. As the crew struggled to regain control, the plane dropped 38,000 feet in just three and a half minutes, tail first, killing all 228 people on board. The safety investigators, who will publish an interim report within the next few months, said the crew followed the correct procedure and that the weight and balance of the aircraft and responsiveness of its engines were satisfactory. The Rwandan government has been accused of forcing people to exhume the bodies of relatives killed during the 1994 genocide for display at memorial sites. In a BBC documentary, the opposition Rwandan National Congress said the government threatened to send in prisoners if families refused to move the remains. Russia, up to now a fierce critic of military action in Libya, has joined world leaders in urging Colonel Gaddafi to stand down. At the end of a G8 summit in France, the Russian president, Dmitry Medvedev, said the world no longer saw Colonel Gaddafi as the Libyan leader, so he should go into exile, but not in Russia. You're listening to the latest world news from the BBC. 
A court in South Korea has sentenced a Somali pirate to life imprisonment and given sentences of between 13 and 15 years to three others. They were arrested when South Korean commandos stormed a ship they'd hijacked in the Indian Ocean in January, rescuing the crew and killing eight pirates in the operation. Political parties in Greece have failed to agree on new austerity measures aimed at tackling the country's debt crisis. The opposition leader, Andonis Samaras, rejected a government plea for cross-party unity. Chris Morris reports from Brussels. The government has been trying to find consensus on further measures to reduce Greece's massive debt, which is closing in on 150% of gross domestic product. At the moment, Greece is dependent on billions of euros of loans from the IMF and other countries in the Eurozone under the bailout package which was agreed last year.